Oh, my friends, welcome back. Another episode of Recovering from Everything. As you know, it's a podcast for everyone who's ever had anything happen to them ever. This week, I will be finishing up the deaths of friendships. This is the shitty and painful ways that our friendships have ended. These leave these leave scars, you guys. These are really like a lasting, you know, footprint on the dark part of your soul. And I decided I was going to finish up with uh, some fun stories because I realized I have a few stories of friendships or connections with people that have really, really strange beginnings. So I'm going to share a few of those and and I need to stop thinking about this for a while because the theme of friendship has been sort of haunting me and some shit happened and then more shit happened and I'm just like, I need a break. I need a little break and just be grateful for the people that are in my life today and... And that's it. And stay in my little friendship cocoon of my current friendship family. Okay, let's go. I want to open with this because uh, coincidentally, brackets, there are no coincidences. My horoscope for the last two days has ended with this sentence. A major healing moment may soon occur with a close friend if you're open to it. I am not. I've been racking my brain with like who I would be open to healing something with. And the answer is nobody. And a few days ago, I used the sentence, I think it's best we just leave the past in the past. And like, I, I kind of mean it. And I mean it when I say I just want some time to focus on my inner circle for now and not not think of the past. It's so heavy. Initially, when I started the Death of Friendships podcast, it what inspired that was I'd been sort of going through a, a mental hmm, battle with these girls that I was friends with at my old job. And since I left my job, I hadn't really heard from them. I wasn't reaching out either, but I was resentful that they weren't reaching out. But I also didn't really want to reach out, nor did I really want to hear from them. And I think I kind of knew something was going to come to a head because I was frequently checking my Instagram to see if they were even still following me. I wasn't interested in anything they were doing. I wasn't watching their stories. I wasn't liking their posts. Like I, I had really just sort of let my resentment get the best of me and I wasn't even looking to engage with them. And one day I realized that they had all unfollowed me. And I do wonder if it was sort of like a behind the scenes chat because just that they had these three had all unfollowed me at like in my head is basically around the same time, but they had unfollowed me. I hurt about that so much that sucked seeing that. And that was so painful. And I was having a conversation with one of my close friends about it. 
during that conversation, I realized like, oh, it's just, it's my ego that's bruised. Because if I look at the facts, the facts were I had no interest in having a relationship with these women, the same lack of interest arguably as they had with having a relationship with me. And I couldn't bring myself to unfollow them. Again, as I mentioned before, everything I let go of has claw marks on it. So I couldn't fully let go, right, with the the final nail on the coffin of removing them from Instagram because I was feeling so resentful. And instead of me doing it, they did it. They had closed the door. That does not feel good for my ego. My ego doesn't like change, right? It just, it wants everything to stay the way that I feel most comfortable. And for whatever reason, I felt most comfortable having them on Instagram, right? That That is symbolic to me that there might still be a chance that these friendships will survive, even though I was drowning in resentment. So finding out that they had deleted me sucked. But if you may remember from my very first episode, I tend to keep the lines of communication open to my own detriment. So I blocked them. They closed the door and I locked it. I do not want to invite any more pain, any more discomfort into my life. In recovery, we say like the serenity prayer, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. So the courage to change the things I can is A, knowing the things I have control over, and B, getting the courage to actually make those changes. That's a two-parter. It's a double-header. Those things are not easy. So the courage to change the things I can was locking the door to prevent me feeling as though I have an audience that hates me and they can come back and hate me anytime they want. Does that make sense? Block, 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 block. Okay. So again, back to my horoscope, I have absolutely no idea who would possibly come back into my life, A, but B, that I would be open to making any sort of healing situation with. I have no idea. So if this is like a big fat surprise from the universe, I'm curious and let's see, let's see what happens. I'll keep you guys posted. And I also locked a couple of other doors this week. Someone from the past that had hurt me uh, sent me an email and it was a picture of her holding my daughter right after she was born. And the message said, just cleaning out some old photos and found this. Hope you are well. So I blocked the email address. Another... I don't even know what, if it was ever really a friendship. It was someone who has really leaned on me in the past and has struggled with his own substance use. He's kept me updated with the progress of his recent sobriety and 
sent me a message making an amends with me over the weekend. I'd never responded to any message in the past. I've, you know, double tapped stuff, but I'd never responded. The the there was no communication from my part whatsoever. But every single message was like you know, you've been like a sister to me and I hope you don't hate me. And and that's sort of what this amends was too. And, and I realized I don't know why I'm leaving this door open. This was years ago that there was any sort of connection. And the majority, 98% of this connection was him really leaning on me and sort of reminding me and reinforcing me that we'd had this connection a couple of years ago. So after he sent me the amends message, he sent me two really long paragraphs asking me for advice and and all this stuff. And that's when I kind of realized like, this is not a friendship. This is someone leaning on me based on a history that we had had years ago. So I decided to lock that door. I said, you know what? It's best that we leave the past in the past. Thank you for the amends. I appreciate the gesture and I hope that you take care. I sent the message and I blocked. Very one-sided stuff, which I am super, super conscious about now, especially now that I started my own business where I'm coaching people. I'm really, really sensitive to how one-sided is this quote friendship going to be? Is it going to be people leaning on me? Because that's not a friendship to me at all. Friendship, I think to me is, I mean, my best friend just left my house. She showed up in her pajamas. We caught up, we drank tea, we had coffee, and then she bounced. And then later we're going to go for a walk. And I think that probably is friendship to me. How frequently are we showing up at each other's houses in pajamas? I guess. How frequently are we, you know what? That's my standard right now. That's my standard. How frequently are we showing up at each other's houses in pajamas? That's my standard right now at this moment in time. But I do want to get to some of your stories because I love when you guys respond on my Instagram to those anonymous messages. And I know that I don't ask really lighthearted questions I'm usually asking you questions that you don't want to fucking think about. So I do appreciate the effort and the courage that goes into actually responding to some of the stuff I put out there. So here is some of the stuff that you guys revealed to me. This person said, honestly, friendship is a weird one for me. And I've reached a point where if I'm not going to call you, if shit hits the fan, then we're not friends. We're friendly acquaintances and that's okay. Man, that is okay. That is super okay. Cause like you shouldn't be calling a billion people when shit hits the fan, right? It's nice to have like, I can count the people on one hand that if something terrible happens and even having like friends for specific reasons, like when the three girls from my old work deleted me from Instagram, there was only like one person that I wanted to talk to about that, that could like really fully fathom what that meant. So I think like there's, you know, a small handful of friends that you will call for different things. And that's fucking awesome if you have that. And yeah, everyone else is friendly acquaintances. Great. There's women in my life that I fucking love and I want to hang out with, 
but I don't even think to tell them about some of this stuff because it's some stuff is just irrelevant to the friendships that I have with certain people. And that's great. I don't want to fucking constantly rehash my shit to like seven different people. No, thanks. I don't want to do that. And they probably don't want to fucking hear about it either. So wicked. This person says, I feel like I've lost a lot of close friends. It's a very weird feeling. Yeah, it is a super fucking weird feeling. And I think that's why this podcast ended up being like a two-parter is because more and more shit keeps coming up, especially now that I'm more aware of dynamics and friendships. It is so weird and it is exhausting to think about. And I think like acceptance has been one of my best friends in the ebbs and flows of friendships just because I'm super close with a person now doesn't mean it's going to be a forever thing. And it doesn't suck any less when it turns out it's not a forever thing. And it's something I do think about and I wonder about. And and it doesn't feel great. And, and to be honest, I get resentful. Like I do. And it's hard for me to let go of that. And acceptance of that has been helpful. That some friendships aren't meant to be forever. It sucks though. doesn't feel great. Okay. This one. My best friend was my neighbor growing up. Every day he would pick me up and we walked to the school bus stop. One day he didn't come and I missed the bus because I waited. Another kid at school said that he thought I was annoying. We went to different schools the next year and basically never spoke again. This one hurt my heart this one hurt my heart. Remember like the friendships you had when you were little? Like I look at my daughter now and her little friend group and I'm like, oh honey, I hope the usual dumb kid stuff doesn't happen to her with these friendships. Because we remember that stuff from when we were little. We remember that shit. Okay, this person said something that is basically my story. (laughs) When I left my old job, none of my work friends reached out to me. It hurt, but I guess I haven't messaged them either. Did I write this? Work friends are weird. You get so close and then it's like they never happened. It is so weird. Like, I guess that really speaks to like the people you attract when you're in like a certain context of your life. It turns out they were just meant to be there in that context of your life and that's it. Yeah, it's a weird one. Okay, this one. Friendship was toxic, but instead of doing the brave thing and telling them, I ghosted. Now when I see them in public, it gives me mad anxiety because they rightfully hold a resentment. Ugh, I fucked up, though I still feel that ending the friendship was right for the both of us. Okay, friendship was toxic, but instead of doing the brave thing and telling them, I ghosted. Yeah, this is like, this is something I actually do a lot of work with my clients about this, um, with boundaries and communicating assertively and the toxic friendship thing. I think it's important to nip that in the bud. And I've done this before and people have done this with me where if you talk to me like that, I'm hanging up, stop yelling at me or I'm hanging up. Do you mind if I just finished my story or do you mind if like we just focus on me right now? 
shit like that to like a prevent the friendship from going toxic, but to also have this like protective bubble around yourself where you're like, I need this right now and I'm going to like stand up for what I need. But yeah, the, the ghosting thing, it, it shouldn't happen, but I understand why it does. And I think people are afraid to just communicate and say, I'm sorry, but I don't feel the same connection with you anymore. Or I'm really not happy with how our friendship turned out. And this needs to end. And there's no there's no open doors. There's, you know, there's sometimes there's no room for discussion or negotiation or whatever, especially when it's gotten to a toxic point. But to just say, listen, I appreciate you reaching out from time to time, but I'm, I'm just not that into this (laughs) or something along those lines. And like giving yourself that strength and the courage to change the things you can and, and locking that door not every friendship is meant to be forever. And I know that I would want someone to say that to me, like despite the pain, I would rather a few words about how I've been fucking up rather than ghosting, rather than just disappearing. But maybe I'm lying. Maybe I'm lying. Cause I know that if like these three girls were to reach out to me, I wouldn't want to hear it. Like I wouldn't want to have a conversation because I'm also done. So shit, I don't know. That's, I guess that's the answer. I don't fucking know. Okay. I just wanted to get the super depressing shit out of the way. (laughs) Now I want to switch to interesting starts of friendship. And someone wrote in to me and, um, she had written this long story about, uh, well, I'll just read it. I'll just read it. So in the quote, talking stage of dating my ex-boyfriend, I found out that he was also sleeping with one of my friends. There was a huge blow up, yelled at him and stopped seeing him. I bitched her out via text. A few months after this, things ended up working out with him and we dated on and off for years. Spoiler alert, he cheated on me during that time too. Shocker. (laughs) I continue to despise slash blame her. Like if I had a free pass to punch someone in the face, no repercussions, it was her, no question. (laughs) Years later, I'd gone to therapy about the relationship with him. She'd gotten sober and we started following each other on socials again. We had both grown and realized that he was the piece of shit playing both of us and hashed out everything. Apologies were made and accepted on both sides. We've had some really excellent deep conversations and keep in touch through Instagram and she's an overall great human. I fucking love this story because I have a couple stories sort of like this where these friendships come alive through something so ugly and so painful and there's usually a dude involved but and I know that this person was friends with the girl before but it's like reaching this new level of friendship that's based on honesty and this sort of raw like I've seen your ugly parts and 
that's cool and we're just cool with the layers of each other that are sort of under the surface. That is fucking beautiful to me. So I have a story like this too. And uh, the girl recently reached out to me um, just to sort of reconfirm how proud she is of us. She listens to the podcast and she listened to one of them and she was reminded of like how well we did on this like one really fucked up thing. And um, she sent me this like long note that she had written to me, but was like, she was like, I didn't want to send it to you because I don't want to bombard you with my feelings. And I was like, oh my God, bombard me with feelings. I love that shit. So she ended up sending it to me and it was so sweet. And I'm also really proud of us because we did a great thing. So here's the story. So back in university, I developed a crush on this guy and he was already seeing this girl and it was sort of off and on. And I, in my like dark sort of, I call myself like a fucking monster because she was not the first person that I did this to, but I just had like my eyes set on him and I was very much like what Kinga wants, Kinga gets. So I ended up fucking seducing him and we started up a whole thing and he started cheating on her with me. He ended it with her. I lost interest again because I was it was a very dark period of my life and I I was a monster and I basically was just like out to ruin people's lives. And so I lost interest in him. In him. I hurt him really badly. He was not well after that. Anyways, they ended up getting back together eventually and they ended up getting fucking married. So we had a bunch of mutual friends um, and... I can't remember if it was her that reached out to me. I think it was. She reached out to me a couple of years later and basically was like, listen, I wanted to blame you, but I realized like it was his choice and obviously I've forgiven him because they're married. And I just, she basically was like, I want to extend an olive branch uh, since we have mutual friends. I just don't want it to be awkward and like, basically the past is in the past kind of thing. I basically just sent her a message being like, I'm so fucking sorry. And I can't believe I did that. And I hate that I did that. And you didn't deserve that. And he didn't deserve that. And I just was horrible. And thank you so much for reaching out. And she was just like, I just really appreciated her seeing like my humanity and that I was a person and that people make dumbass fucking mistakes. And woman to woman, I really, really love that. And we stay in touch. I just like aggressively support this woman and like aggressively just really want her to be happy. And I know she wants the same for me. And it's just this like beautiful little magical uh, connection that we have that came out from something very painful for everybody involved. I love that. I have another story like this where I was not the asshole. Um, I was dating this guy for a few months. Uh, He was horrible. We dated for about six months. It sucked. And then we spent another six months 
pretty much ruining each other's lives. Anyways, during this, the latter portion of the six months where everything was confusing and really fucked up, um, I was at his house and he fell asleep. And this, this was during the ICQ times you guys. So it, for my for my younger listeners, uh, ICQ was a messaging app. Uh-oh, that was the notification. Anyways, he fell asleep on the couch. I went on to his ICQ and read his messages between him and this girl that I know that he had been spending time with and going snowboarding. So I read through all their messages, realized that they had fooled around and that he had fucking ghosted her. So I messaged her, from his account. And I said, Hey, it's Kinga. I just went through your whole conversation and I'm so sorry that that happened to you. And I left my number and she texted me and was like, Hey, that was really fucked up. Thank you so much for reaching out. Me and that girl became best friends. Like I knew what kind of a fucking monster this guy could be and like really how he treats women. And in that moment, I was not even mad. I just felt like compassion for her because she had just gone through this exact same thing that he'd been putting me through. That is a beautiful start to a friendship. Coming out of something ugly and something strange, that is a beautiful fucking start to a friendship. It's like against all odds, you know, and and they end up being these like really special, special connections where we were in a sinking ship together and we both survived. Like, let's connect about that. Like, maybe that's trauma bonding. I, I, you know what? I actually think that that's the exact definition of trauma bonding. But hey, sometimes that works. One gorgeous friendship I do have that defies all odds and should not exist, but definitely does, is the friendship I have with my daughter's stepmom, her bonus mom, my co-mom. That is something that like traditionally does not exist. But we, and we were talking last week about how much we appreciate each other. It's taken some time for us to be able to be a bit more vulnerable with each other. So to form a relationship that's not just based on parenting and planning and and dinners, but to to sit together and talk and text and uh, chat about our mutual interests and it has taken time and it's it's going to develop. I mean, we have the rest of our lives for this to get real fucking deep. Um, but it's become a really beautiful thing. And and we were saying last week, like how much we appreciate each other. And we are close friends. Like if I can, I can't tell you another person that's had me show up at their door in pajamas more than my co-mom. I've cried to her and I've seen her cry and I fucking read her tarot cards a few days ago. Like it's it's just one of those things that's really blossomed and it's really, really something special. And and that is a very fucking bizarre start to a very beautiful friendship. My ex-husband's wife, like there are days when I would rather chill with her than I would, would with him. 
Um, I might edit that out, though it's the honest to goodness truth. Love him. Great guy. Super friend. But there's just something lovely about being around a woman, you know? Anyway, okay. That's it for this week. So it started out kind of dark and depressing. Ended on a positive note. Just recovering from everything, recovering from the beginning of this podcast, recovering in friendships from dark shit that that shouldn't have allowed you to be friends. Um, but here we are having these gorgeous friendships. Count your inner circle, people. Those those are your people. And me, I'm just going to focus on my on my people for a bit and not think about the past and and not try to start any new friendships right now. I'm fucking tired of thinking about friendships. So I'm going to hang out with the people that make it really fucking easy for me. Okay, that's it. Thanks for listening. I am appearing on a podcast, my friend Felicia's podcast. It's called Ouch That Hurt. And I'll be discussing the circumstances surrounding my leaving the company I was working for and all that surrounds that. So I'll post it on my Instagram stories. Tune in to that and I will see you next week. It's my birthday next week. Gonna be a good one. Okay. Take care. Love you. Bye.